In this week's episode, we chatted about fitness hills uh, and opinions that we'll, we'll die on or slash die for, uh, things that we used to believe that were true uh, in the fitness space, and there's an, an announcement at the end. <laughs> Welcome. We're going, Paul. We're on. Yes. yes. Welcome to episode 38 mm-hmm. of the No Rep Podcast. I'm with my man, Jordan, and my good good guy, Nathaniel. How are we, Strips? Good. I'm fabulous. Excellent. Fabulous. I'm a lot better after recovering from the, the last podcast we did last week in the Cyberspace World, where I was reduced to tears. If you've not watched that episode, go back and watch it. We all start crying. It's a real good time. Um, Do you know good. what I actually, I actually quite like? I was going to say I quite like, I say I quite like it deep. <laughs> we know that. Uh, but I, I like kind of... You're you broken. I'm getting floppy here. And um, They're deep and floppy. Uh, <laughs> I, I like the... See, when we kind of dive deep into like our feelings and shit. Um, I like that stuff. People like that stuff as well. I've had, we've had messages and that off a of phone. Like, oh, it's amazing you talk about that stuff. Mm. I don't think a lot of people do. Well, it helps people if they feel alone a wee bit. And I feel it when your mental health maybe isn't the best. You do feel alone. Yeah, I, so, I was before we die. Before you, you, you ask us about the main question. Like I threw up a question box, right? Um, I think we. All, I don't know if you did, but I didn't. I have one. Dude, actually, I've I'm not seeing your guys' stories on um on or the 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 algorithm is not showing me right. your stuff like at all. Come back to the algorithm in a second, but I got I got a couple, two of them. One I'm saying no question, but it's just I'm glad that it's back. People listen to us. We are fans. So we, we have a moral obligation now to not miss an episode mm-hmm. because we have missed the episodes and we have a moral duty and a moral obligation to make sure that doesn't happen again because people do actually listen to this shit. Mm-hmm. So let's fucking go. Well, do, you, do you want to hear my question? Yeah, what was your did, questions? Did, who would uh, win a giraffe for a chimpanzee? See, right, hold on, hold on, <sighs> hold on, hold on. So see when see when I throw up a question box and because I got a couple of questions like this, right? <laughs> and for any listen, if I throw up a question box and you're asking me, would you like fucking fingers for hands or hands for fingers or something shite like that? Just keep it to yourself. <laughs> keep that question to yourself because I don't care. But we will answer it. Who? I will uh, answer them though. Uh, and when what? When what? A fucking fight. Game I, of I take it's a fight. I take it's a fight. A chimpanzee, a giraffe. Chimpanzee, uh, obviously. Giraffe's, chimpanzee giraffe's will rip your fu- fucking face off. I think it'll, a giraffe. It'll climb the giraffe's neck and kick its. And rip in. its face off. But no, no. Do you know? No. <laughs> you think about giraffes, no, right? No. You ever seen them swing their neck? It's <laughs> like a golf club, right? That giraffe would get fucked like a fucking golf ball. And <laughs> the the chimpanzee, you mean? What did I say, giraffe? Yeah, say Aye, giraffe. the opposite of that. Uh, no. I, I don't know. I think it's uh, so who asked that it's question? An fight. My no. mate's Div. Div, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> right? Don't ask shit like that. So who did who you, did you, on did you, did you get any, any good questions? Any questions? Uh, one of them was: Would you have? Would you rather have sticky jam fingers or permanent wet socks for the rest of your life? Oh fucking hell! I would. Shite question. Wet socks, but anyway, it has to be wet socks. We're, we're not. We're not here to talk about it. what we are going to talk about today. Is fitness hills that you will die on, or opinions that you're very, very strong about, and you can kick us off. I can kick us off. You can kick us off because your opinions tend to be the strongest. <laughs> it's because I am the strongest. My fitness hill that I think I would die on is that regardless of whether your goals are performance-based or aesthetics-based, that a performance-based approach to your training is always going to be number one. Unbox that. Uh, I'll unbox that. So we talked, we, we talked, 
We heavy talked about that. We, we spoke chocolate, <laughs> chocolate, chocolate cream, chocolate, chocolate cream. We spoke about this two podcasts ago, um, where it was the whole aesthetics versus performance kind of debate. Um, and I think that for me, whenever someone wants to chain uh, or attain a physique based goal, it doesn't necessarily always mean that they need to take a kind of bodybuilding style approach to get there mm-hmm. or a bodybuilding diet style approach to get there. Mm-hmm. because some of the guys that I train who are in the best shape that I've seen in a long time and, they're, and they're, they're in that shape for the longest period of time have more of a focus and effort put in towards like their performance, how much they're lifting, how far they're running, how fast they're doing things, how slow they're doing things. Taking that approach for me always t- lends to better, longer standing results than just the let me, 12 weeks, let me get in shape for my holiday, bang. Because the people that are doing 12 weeks, let me get in shape for my holiday, if they do that every single year, they tend to stay in the same shape year on year on year on year on year, rather mm-hmm. than actually growing, developing, adding tissue, all the rest of it. That is the kind of fitness hill that I'll die on, is that I'm always going to be number one in the performance. Team performance rather than team aesthetics. Because yeah. the thing is, man, look at any professional crossfitter or rugby player. Rugby player. Rugby players these days. Mate, the front row look like bodybuilders these days. Yeah. Oh, you're a front row guy I'm, now. I'm now. I've, do you know, see, I think as you, as you get older in rugby, if you're in the scrum, you progressively move towards <laughs> it, <laughs> towards the front row. Yeah. And I'm in the front row and that's going to be me. Yeah. Like, me and Amanda were actually, like, obviously kind of talking about age and rugby and stuff. Like, she was kind of, we were having a conversation and I was like, oh, yeah, I've maybe got, so I'm, I'm, turning th- I'm turning 31 this weekend. Wow. wow i know are you is it this weekend uh, this weekend holy shit Sunday. i remember when it was your 30th and we were in this, and it didn't feel that long ago when we were in this uh, room i know it's exactly a year ago mad, it? and, uh, it's mad how that works <laughs> I know. but like i was uh, so i'm turning 31 i'm moving into the front row i've probably got like another like nine years playing <laughs> <laughs> and amanda's face was like nine years how long do you think you have? Realistically, my heart my heart says I can play till I'm 40, right? My head says I can play till I'm 35. 35? My body says I can play till I'm 32. My body <laughs> says I can play till I'm 28. I was going to say that. You know, years ago. Yeah. I'm actually like, to be quite honest, my knees uh, and all the many injuries and stuff I've got are actually in a n- not terrible position. I've started working with uh, the physio, shout out physio clinic, um, to get my knee sorted, like for good, mm-hmm. um, and we're quite positive about it. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of happy. Mm-hmm. See if I could play till I'm forty, I'd be fucking buzzing. They'll keep going. Oh, absolutely. Uh, do you know like, like Johnny Watson, East Cove Ride? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's sixty. Something. Something. Aye. Right? And he just, just rocks up on a Saturday, plays twos, fucks off. He used to pull up in a Lambo. Do you know this? I used to, he's minted. He used to, he, I remember when I was like under 16s or something like that, he used to pull up in this mad like kind of old grey Lambo. And I was like, and he was like 50 years old, jumping in, playing rugby for the twos and then leaving. I was just like, who the fuck is this guy? It's like a pure, I don't know. Aye, he's mega. Mystery man. Aye, mystery man. That's definitely the way, the way to put it. Do you have any other fitness or even kind of businessy hills that you'll die on? Uh, nutrition's not hard. Explain. The people overcomplicate a very uncomplicated topic. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that the rise of guys like Stephen Bartlett getting on all these, every second podcast, he's got somebody fucking talking about microbiomes and fucking calories don't exist and fucking all these weird and wacky fucking diet people on. Mm-hmm. Take a top off. Take a top off. Not that Conor McGregor thing. Take a top off. <laughs> Five minutes in. <laughs> Take a top off. Right? <laughs> See the cunts that are fucking saying this. Take your clothes off, right? How do you look with fucking no clothes on? Guarantee I don't want to look like you, right? Now, I, that's not the measuring stick from who you should take advice off of. Because Absolutely. That's plenty, definitely yeah, not the measuring stick. There's plenty of fucking donuts out there who are in phenomenal shape who you shouldn't fucking trust with a fucking secret, never mind a fucking diet protocol. But what I'm saying is like success leaves clues. You talk about this all the time, Evan, and it's like mm-hmm. that more often than not, a lot of these people are just shilling either a book or a product or their own agenda. Mm-hmm. That's tense. Can I jump in? On, just because you're talking about it. Uh-huh. What Jordan's saying, do you know the way to know if you should listen to the diet advice? Does it sound like it's a magic thing they're saying mm. or selling? Don't fucking listen to it. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. Like I've ate Here's the same way. Here's some snake way. oil. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've ate, yeah, snake oil salesman shit. Like I've ate the same way for like 10 years. Beef and rice. <laughs> beef and right right and i and i look all right i've oh, never right. said no to a cookie i say no to a beer most of the time not all the time i'm not like a mad baby merchant i've never said no to a cookie never said no to a pizza i just train really hard i eat a lot of chicken and a lot of beef and i'm in all right shape it's not that complicated yes genetics play a part in it yes they they do and blah de, blah de, blah but no one else plays a part in it your excuses Mm-hmm. People's excuses play a part in the way that they look more than their genetics or diet do. Or not so more than their genetics do. So diet's not a complicated thing. You just make it complicated or think that it's complicated because you're not you don't look the way that you want to look. Mm-hmm. It's not a hard thing. I don't think I don't think it's terribly difficult. I think people just lack control. People do people do, do lack I mean? control. They, like everybody has a brain, right? Yes. <laughs> everybody has a brain. And your brain controls your hands. Questionable. Right? Your brain controls your hands, right? My brain's doing this. So just use your brain to control your fucking hands and stop eating fucking donuts. <laughs> Do you know, this, this is the thing is, I like... People are like, use your brain! I can't stop snacking. What, are you fucking five? <laughs> yeah, just are use you your... kindergarten? Do you know, something that I get with, it's obviously down to kind of populations and stuff that we work with is like, see the, the whole, oh, but there's sweets in the staff room. Like... Um, argument oh but there's oh, somebody's bringing in cakes and stuff see this is just my opinion on it see if you really see if your your fitness goal if working on yourself and all that if you are especially if you're in a program whatever see if that's important enough to you I don't think it's that hard to say no right or see if you if you're currently saying yes every single day start saying no every second day mm-hmm. and then build it from there yeah do you know what I mean like I, I, I actually don't I don't think that, that that works a lot of the time with that type of person. It can mm-hmm. work for people like us who are in the space, who are more aware of the decisions that they make. Whereas for someone like that, it has to be a case of like almost cold turkey. From my experience from, from mm-hmm. like coaching people like that, it's just like just say no to all the fucking shit that you get in work. And then the others, like, do you know what I mean? Like stuff mm-hmm. like that. The like cause that's a that's the best approach to take. Yeah. Like on paper. For people like us, say if we wanted to sharpen up, it's like, well, I'll just say no every other day and then I'll, I'll start mm-hmm. building it. But it depends on the level of like sharpness that someone has to that other totally. level of like 
clarity that they can have or that they've been through it before. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I think sometimes a lot of people do need to go kind of cold turkey with a lot of these things. And mm -hmm. it's, and it's, I, I think that I almost get frustrated and I think it's a bad thing that it's a bad trait that I've got because I get frustrated with the whole diet thing because I think that, I think that actually learning to cook helps and I'm not oh, talking man. like, learning what like I'm not, I'm, I'm not talking like you need to be fucking Gordon Ramsay here, right? I'm not pretending to be Jordan Ramsay or anything like that, right? But like, I'm at, like, I can, you are quite a good cook. Though. I can cook all right. Right? And I think that when you learn the basics of actually like knowing how to cook something and cook it, cook a chicken breast so you don't, so it doesn't fucking taste like a flip flop, right? <laughs> Cooking it so that it just gets to the right temperature till it's perfectly done. And then it's nice and juicy inside and it's all nice. And you adjust your calories so you don't use fucking fry light to cook and you're actually cooking your meat in a bit of olive oil. So it actually has a bit of taste and a bit of mm -hmm. flavor to it. Like I cook all my shit in oil. Mm -hmm. I don't have, there's not a fucking fry light there's never been a bottle of fry light that's entered my flat. Never. Never. Am I a fat fuck? No, it's not the olive oil and the love pack, you dick. <laughs> right? It's all the rest of the shit. You're coming for people with these episodes. <laughs> you, mate, the question was, what's some fitness house you'll die on? It's no, has to, you have to no, be passionate about this I'm, shit. I'm behind you. you know I'm I mean? behind you. But it's, it's not the first time. <laughs> wait, wait. Surely it, won't be the last. Right? See I've the, not been back at rugby to stay um, yeah, there's still time for you guys to get in the, the Shield semi-final this weekend. But anyway, we're all going to chat about East Kilbride's Cup success. Um, I I agree with you. I think people, for a lot of people, especially people that I work with, are like still very much in like a like a hack and tips mindset. So see, with how they go about their cooking, it's like, what what's the best low-calorie snack that I can get? Or like, what's like, do, 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 you, know, do you know what I mean with that? In it's difficult to get them out of that kind of that headspace with look stop looking for fucking under 100 calorie snacks start thinking about how you can actually produce a solid meal mm -hmm. that's going to keep you satiated that's going to tick the boxes mm -hmm. of that you need as an individual and it's about people need to have a willingness to learn that stuff mm -hmm. i think a lot of people just want to be told mm -hmm. oh just tell me what to do mm -hmm. Why don't you you try and learn about it? Learn about the subject. See if you become a student of anything, right? You'll get better at it. Yeah. Generally, right? If you actually put in the the work and have a, a will and want mm -hmm. to master a subject or master a topic, oh. everything gets easier. Yeah. Everything gets better. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? I to I to I totally do get what you mean, and I think that when it comes to any sort of and that's not just a nutrition thing. Obviously, we're kind of talking about the, the nutrition side of thing, but it comes to anything, the, the whole training aspect, the whatever aspect is the attention and the the detail and the the sort of intensity that you're willing to give a subject mm -hmm. is the result that you'll get at the back end of it. If you mm -hmm. half-arse it, you'll get half-arse shit back. And it's like whatever you're willing to put into that topic subject part of your life, you'll get back in return. I think that the universe is generally a very giving place. Like it is, whatever you put out there, you do tend to receive back. You put shit out there, you're mean to people, yeah. you're a wanker, you're an arsehole to yourself in terms of your diet and your training. You get that back. You're, get, you're getting mm. that back. That's well, like, where your attention goes, like your energy, energy flows. Energy flows, exactly, 100%. Like you need to, if you're, putting, if you're putting good shit into your body, right? If you're training hard, you're going to get all the, the effects that comes with that, mm -hmm. much like the complete opposite of it. Mm -hmm. So it's the, the whatever intensity that you give something 
in whatever field is the exact same intensity you're going to receive yeah. back. You oh. see two things with the diet side of things. I feel, and it's the person who does good and thinks, oh, I've done good, right? I'm going to, I'll, I'll unpack that in a second. I've done good with my diet. Fuck it. It's Friday now. I've done good. What's one day? I just gone off it going a day. Then it's three days, right? Because you've not bought that discipline yet. Uh, when actually, you like you shouldn't. You're not looking at having good days and bad days, or you're not looking at being. I was great. Jordan says it all the time. I, I was great Monday to Thursday. No, just be good Monday. To, just be good. Mm. Don't be great. Yeah. Just be consistently mm. good, right? Yeah. So, uh, still have the sweets in. Still have the cookies. Still have the bits in. Just make it as part of your day. You're not as a. Uh, obliged to go off the rails as people say because you've been fucking having the stuff you want anyway what even are the rails right they're different for everybody every it's single person totally. they're, they're it's so, the fucking rails they're different what rails? for everybody who's half um, what rail no people nah, are I, I, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know you get what I'm saying exactly, you get what I'm saying? saying like what's a, what's a rail but, why am I on it why am I off it right. just, same with the wagon everybody's yeah. on a different <laughs> wagon just things are half the wagon man what wagon what are you talking about? They're, they're different know. wagons for everybody, aren't they? Uh, and I can't remember, I was making two points there and I kind of forget the first one I started Do you know, see... No, I, I know, but I made two, I was making that point. No, then, I think I actually covered both points. There we go. <laughs> cool. I can't remember the second point was. I think, see, with the whole on-wagon, off-wagon scenario and stuff, I think a lot of the time it's because people's choices are reactive rather than proactive. Mm. Right, and I say this all the time, my guy. See, the, the thing is, like, if you... A dead simple way of looking at it is if you fucking you come in from work, you're stressed, whatever. You go to the cupboard because you're you're hungry, whatever, and then you fucking you you guilt eat a bag of quavers. That's a reactive choice. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you come home from work, you sit down and have it like sit in your hunger and go, do you know what? I'm going to have a bag of quavers. I'm saying quavers because I'm hungry. I'm going to account for it and I'm going to take the calories off else, elsewhere if you're dieting or whatever. That's a proactive choice. You've made it rather mm. than the choice choosing you, you're choosing the choice. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Choice choosing you, and that, choosing that totally choice. that flips like that flips the narrative. Yeah. That's and I think people go off the rails, go off the wagon because they lose control. You need to keep yourself in control. You need to keep yourself in the driving seat. Mm-hmm. And then it totally changes it. Because that one even if it's if it is a bag of quavers or whatever that choice is for that person. Or Cheetos. Or Cheetos for, for an American. Um, that can then turn into two choices, three choices, four choices, five choices that are bad mm-hmm. if you've obviously got that like associated feeling of guilt with it. Whereas if you're in the driving seat, generally you'll make that one choice and then just continue mm-hmm. to do the things that you need and to do. I think people give energy to like what they've deemed as bad as well. Far too much energy to that. And then before mm-hmm. you know it, they're like, oh, I fucked it. It's a big deal. So they they're making that a massive, the choices, massive yeah. deal. They don't look at all the wins that they've had through the mm-hmm. week. They just forget about that. So then they have that bad day, right? Let's say it's Saturday. Then they have the bad Sunday. Then it comes to Monday. People on the program, how was your week? Shite. Mm-hmm. I fucked it at the fucking weekend. That was bad. There's 0.4 <laughs> kilo. I'm like, but how was the rest of the week? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got a PB on my squat on Monday. I, uh, I got a new PB in my 5k on Tuesday. Um, like I actually was lowering weight on Thursday and I've ever been. Sound, uh, why are you forgetting about that? Yeah, so a lot yeah. of time, again, it goes where your attention goes, your energy flows. Totally. It's, it's what it's, you're looking at. Yeah, it's the nasty comment syndrome. Yeah. Well, I, the na- like, like Generally, the things that I put on social media, I tend to get positive feedback from like people either like them or share them or 
um, comment on them. And then after one of the podcasts, that one time we were all in the car together and that fucking... Guy. No, it was this Sven. It was a Vonkel Donk. Vonkel Donk. Vonkel Dick. He fuck you, Vonkel Donk. Yeah, he fucking commented on my hang and was generally rude. And then, but that like the whole post was like, people, mm -hmm. oh, great tips, thanks. Yeah. I'm looking at the thing that's been shared hundreds of times, and then I get Vonkel Dick commenting on it. I'm straight on my phone going, the fuck's this dobber saying, bloody, but fucking going off my nut because I've seen that one thing. Right, and it's the and like but if I asked you five things you don't like about yourself, you could tell me them quicker than five things you like about yourself. Yeah, this is true. Totally. You, you you give that's more, a very good. I like that. Yeah, you give more energy to the things that either weigh you down or negative than mm -hmm. the things that are positive and bring you up. And people always talk about downward spirals. So like you were talking about the you make one choice turns into a second choice turns into a second mm -hmm. choice. But like you were saying, Evan, if you're in the driving seat, there's upward spirals too. Upward spirals exist. Mm -hmm. So like you get home from work, instead of sitting on the couch, you go straight to the gym. It's an upward spiral. Come back from the gym, you have the meal prep meal that you made, right? Again, another bit of an upward spiral instead of ordering in. You decide to go to your bed at nine o'clock rather than staying up till 11, which allows you to wake up earlier so you can train again. And then you have this up, upward spirals exist, mm -hmm. right? But it's harder to keep that upward spiral going because you've constantly got like gra basically gravity pulling you back down to the gravity. ground. Gravity. Right? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? You've basically got that, that, you've got that weight that's constantly pulling you down. That's why it's always harder to attain an upward spiral than it is a downward one. Because there's something that's always just going to pull you straight back down to like, nope, this is where you are, this is where you are. So you need to constantly be fighting against that. And that's why momentum's huge. Because you think about a fucking fighter jet and a fucking rocket going to the moon, it doesn't slow down halfway up. Accelerates. It just fucking keeps going. Foot in the gas. That's why you need to also just have that fucking same energy or same mindset when it comes to the like attaining like an upward spiral. It's just like you just need to keep that momentum going and just mm -hmm. keep it fucking harming rather than being. And how would people do that? Make the right choice. Like I said at the start, you have a brain and you have hands. Or the brain controls your hands. Make the right choice. Make the right choice the only choice. Do you know what I mean? So how would someone do that? So for like so for for a dead easy example, like even some fucking as, as simple as meal prep, like generally if you have the food cooked, right? If you come home from work and you're stressed, you're going to eat it. If it's not cooked, you then give yourself a choice, right? Am I going to cook the food that I should cook, or am I going to order a takeaway, right? So you want to remove that decision fatigue because see if, when you wake up every single day, you have a series of decisions you need to make throughout the day, throughout the day, throughout the day, throughout the day. As the day goes on, you get what's called decision fatigue. Right, because you're fatigued because you've been making all these decisions all day, mm -hmm. right? So when you're in that kind of state, the chances are you could make the wrong choice. Take the decision-making element out of it. Ah, so, so if you remove the decision and only leave yourself with the the good decision, then you're kind of buffering that. Yeah. So, Because I, I find that all the time where even sometimes, like, I'll have pre food prepped, ready to go, chicken breasts are sitting there ready, I've got air fried potatoes, they're all ready, everything's ready to go. I'm still at that. I could order, I could just order something, man. Mm. Like, if it was care. cooked already. No, it's not, it's cooked. It's in the fridge, mm. it's ready to go. She needs warmed up. I'm sitting there and I'm like, I could still, I could still do it. Could like, and lots of people there. I could, yeah, I could just still do it. So like for me, what I do is I just like, I'll warm it up anyway. Mm -hmm. Right? So then that's the, that's the decision I'll make is that I'll heat it up anyway. So then see if I still don't want it after I've warmed it up fine then i'll like do whatever mm -hmm. same like i don't really struggle with going at the gym but i was ha i had this exact same conversation with a client um a wee while back and i was like just like get in your car 
Like, see, you know when you're sitting down, you can't be asked going to the gym. I was like, mm-hmm. see, instead of sitting down on the couch, I was like, go sit in your car. Go sit in your car for like 10 minutes because you've done like the, the bit, you might as well just drive to the gym yep. now. Yeah. So it's like if you make like, the, <coughs> be that wee small decision first, so not the going to the gym or mm-hmm. eating the food, just to be like, let me heat the it's food like up. The thing is going to get you there. Gets you over the hill. Yeah. Then you can kind of. Another good way of that is give yourself uh, a 10 minute buyout from the gym. So see if you really don't want to go to the gym, you fuck it, you cannot be arsed, you really don't want to be there. See if you can just get yourself there, go on the treadmill for 10 minutes. See if after 10 minutes, see if you want to go home. Yeah, you want to go. I've heard, I remember James Fucking Smith talking about go something home. that. Was like, go home, but the chances are, because you've already made that positive choice of yeah. being there, you're going to do a little bit. Ah, he was like, go and do four sets or something. So go yeah. on, do your first exercise, do four sets. You have to four sets, you want to go home, just go home. Yeah, and I was like, that's that's quite a cool thing. But I guess I'm you'll probably have to deal with that a little bit more than me. I'm actually having to fucking pull people out of the gym, mm-hmm. which is a bit of a weird. What thing. great problem to have! I know, but well, <laughs> it's, it's mad, and I think it's almost just as bad of a problem as as not going sometimes in terms of people's like oh. health results. At the end of the day, we're all results driven programs. That's what we are. Mm-hmm. All of us, end that comes to the program, they get a result, and not going to the gym and going to the gym too much can often have the same impact mm-hmm. of not attaining the results over overtraining is a fucking a massive thing yeah. like yeah. defos i wouldn't even say it's like the overtraining thing but it's more the under recovering because yeah. i think it takes a lot more to overtrain than it does to under recover yeah typically, yeah. typically when you're overtraining you're no but you know what I'm, no but it's, it's harder to attain an overtrained state than it is to attain an under recovered state yeah i get i get what you're saying yeah. that's a bit of a difference yeah. do you have any strong fitness hills or <clears throat> um to to go back to what you were saying uh so everybody has an internal monologue right and this is what people need to remember so the people that are doing this, several the people that <laughs> well right you go right you just get that checked out people that are uh people might look at people and go how in the fuck are they doing it right how are we doing it as coaches how are we, we we still have the same internal internal monologue the conversation that goes on before we do something as you do do you know what i mean like that still happens that you're saying about you're, you're, in your head you're probably thinking I could just fucking go to McDonald's man I could just do that I could go to McDonald's get that food in the fridge but oh, man get a wee pizza in or something like that so the internal monologue still happens right it's just what you it's what internal what route do you want to go down in that internal monologue mm-hmm. but seeking yourself a wee count as well I, I regularly be like I'll be sitting on my sitting on the couch or something like, I know I need to get in the office and I know I need to do that oh fucking hell man and then I'll just go right three two yeah. one I got up Yep. Kate, like Kate simple, told me that once wee simple Kate things that that I, I count down else. man a countdown can be great I do it fucking all the time seeing the gym everywhere I, I regularly count down or break things down into like wee, wee bits but a countdown can be good if you kind of get yourself at the gym just go right 10 I'll go 3 so see, 2 1 up so see with um, Evan asked a question I know I'm going to get back to it I want yeah. to touch on that yeah. uh, I'm not I, I can't I just don't know Think, how is that will die on uh, like, do you have any thoughts on um like I, i'm i'm very what much about, like what about fad diets or oh, what about shit, like obviously but what about do you know what it is i really don't get wound up about things right mm. so then i feel like when i'm asked the conversation like tell me something about pure boys about i'm like oh fuck knows <laughs> yeah I'm uh, yeah, man, fair, like, fair, do you know fair. we, we are just we are the switzerland podcast uh, um it's something that but I'm, like, I'm sure if you say i'd be like tell me something and i'll be like aye but i don't dwell on i don't think about things a lot i don't think i'm mm. very switzerland 
No, no, you're you're quite polarizing, um, but that's a good thing for a podcast as well. I think so. Like yeah. I'm, I'm pretty. Actually, I'm quite strong opinioned. I think like, yeah. with, with various bits and bobs. That's that's some with, things. Aye, with some things definitely. Um, Do you know what? I, I think for me, something I'm not interested in, and I don't like. I don't give it a certain of energy. I just aye. navigate away yeah. from it. So then I like mean. I do struggle to think of things, man. I'm like, I don't know, man. I think that a lot of people, and I don't know if this is a bit of an unpopular opinion, and I think I might butcher um, saying it. I think a lot of people overshare and stuff, or like like their fitness journey and whatever on um, social media to make people think that they're doing all the good work when in reality they're fucking it in the back end yep do you know what i mean by that yep 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 and i think it's like to it's obviously to make them feel good about about doing it about doing the work when in what? reality there's a lot of things that they need to address but they're not doing that why does why does anybody do anything for praise for to make themselves feel good to make themselves feel good like, yep. like, like there's i don't think there's an un I don't think there's such a thing as an unselfish act. Mm-hmm. Everything we do to a certain degree has a bit of selfishness to it. So it's like, at what point does that become a problem? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because like, why do we, why do we shine? Cause it makes ourselves feel good. Mm-hmm. Is that selfish? Maybe. Why do we work? Cause we want to earn money to buy ourselves shit. Is that selfish? Maybe. But it's good. Cause you will support your family or whatever, blah, 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 blah. Like, at what point does the oversharing of the positive things on social media become a problem? Become a negative. Yeah. yeah. When does it become a negative? Because oh. say you get Sandra, right? Danny's favourite, Sandra. Whenever Sandra. we talk about a made up person, you always say the name Sandra, Sandra right? So I've never actually met. Oh, I've got an auntie, Sandra. <laughs> I've never met. Aye, we've met her. Aye. Oh, big Annie, San. Auntie Sandra. Yeah, continue. It. She's everybody's auntie. Um, the fucking. <laughs> um, right, so Sandra, she gets, she goes in at the gym. She's happy about it. She's, she's got a slim and muddled plate. Is she wearing? And she's. <laughs> <laughs> Ask your auntie. Ask your nephew. Put it your Margaret. Ask your nephew. Did she drive to get there? I just want to paint a picture. <laughs> um, shut up. Right, she fucking she goes to the gym. She's happy about herself. She posts about it. Yep. Right, like at what point does that become the negative thing that you're speaking on? Yeah, because see, this is the thing as well. Like, I'm also not saying don't. Mm-hmm. She obviously a hundred percent do that, but there will be certain people that are doing it. Like it's almost like is it? It's not. It's not. Is it validation? Is that well? Is that is that is that the word? It, but it doesn't just that doesn't. That's not just in fitness. That's people who like work. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm up at fucking at dick o'clock in the morning, pretty much every morning, right? Mm. But I don't post in my story the clock, a picture of the clock and a coffee and like yeah. I'm, up, I'm up at fucking four forty five. People that do that really get up at that time. Yeah. Think about it. It's a look at me. Yeah, think about it. So it's like the things that you don't do the most are the things that a lot of people talk about and post about the most. Mm. Yeah. And see like And everybody's guilty of it. Everyone. Everyone, see the uh, you're talking about like the positives, right? Sharing the positives. Do you think it's funny as well? Like when we share the negatives, or somebody shares the negatives, it's always after a decent amount of time and the negative things happening. I fucked it last week, and it's like mm-hmm. do you know, we never share it 
As it's happening. As it's happening. It's always once yeah, it's happened and once yeah, you're yeah, actually yeah. now in the positive. Once Why is that? Do you know what I mean? Like it's almost like again, is that for like because you feel in a, you it, feel in a safer place to, to be able to share yeah, that. To, uh, and less vulnerable, less isn't vulnerable it? because you've navigated it. Right, but, that's that's definitely the words. But like, <laughs> do you know I'm going to start doing right? <laughs> I'm doing some fucking like if I'm just like I'm no tracking that day. I've been patching certain things with food or whatever it, whatever it is right i've just been doing something i'm just gonna fuck it right i'll document it right now and just going man that's what i'm gonna start doing. that would actually probably help quite a lot of people well, here's, nah, here's yeah. the other thing as well so see when people share the the downs oh guys i'm just things have been going so poorly lately and blah 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 and when it is happening they're also doing that for the exact same reasons why you well this is what i was this is what i was thinking is that validation yeah is that just goes back to that but again. the thing is is like what is is any of it or why is any of it wrong if it is wrong why is it wrong and mm-hmm. do, do you get what i'm trying to say like yeah, yeah, yeah. so even though like it doesn't matter what you sh- what you share or what you put on social media you're putting it out there so someone can read it and yeah. react to it and it will always be it will be reacted mm-hmm. to depending on the mindset of the person that's taking that information right? right so there might be some people who are also kind of on their shit or they might need maybe like let's say we post something positive we post something uh it might inspire somebody well here's here's right? a follow-up but then you might Sorry. you might post something that you've maybe maybe it has been something you've been struggling with again it will resonate with somebody that will then think oh well he's now getting back so i'm gonna start doing that so or somebody might look at it and go fucking dick he's positivity do you know what i mean not yeah. him gone well look at him so winning again it, fucking uh, it's uh, fine to post all it will just depend some people just take it different some people take different things from what you're posting well here's here's a here's a kind of question that i've just kind of came up off 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 the dome right mm-hmm. freestyling right off the dome m M&M, m eight mile mom spaghetti the week, <laughs> what are some fitness things that you once didn't believe in that you now do fitness things that i once didn't believe in <sighs> but now do crossfit <laughs> okay okay right hit, hit me no, I've got, I've that, was, that was actually a little bit joke because you know? <laughs> like, it's still shit <laughs> and you're going to get injured no. uh, fitness things that i didn't believe in that i now do or the fitness things that you don't believe in now but you used to in the past maybe that might be a bit easier but i've got one that i used to believe i used to not believe in and you, used to be against and now i'm now i'm for it on you go you start us off is meal plans yes so at the very start of my fitness journey i was very against meal plans because it was the rise of like it was 2012 it was the flexible rise of dine. the flexible dying era the iifym the the matt Ogus, the ziz ziz <laughs> the rise of disease the matt august christian guzman well, lane norton a lot of these guys that were like kind of in the space at that Randy time Nor- Randy <laughs> <Norton>. <laughs> Um, a lot of those guys they were all advocates of the and the macros approach and i was like well if you're telling me i can have it was a whole pop tart thing people can have pop tarts and mm-hmm. bagels and whatever else it doesn't have to be like white rice bagels. and or what brown bagels. rice and tilapia remember mm-hmm. that you know yeah. what a tilapia is yeah that's oh. fish and it was like but that was like the whole what the bodybuilder diet was and then so it was either you eat that or it was like this if fym thing yeah. there was nothing really in between the people re- weren't really talking about fasting or keto mm-hmm. or carnivore or paleo or any of this shit it was that and that's the approach that i took to my diet and then whenever i started getting into the fitness game that's the kind of approach that i'd say to anyone else right i got in shape doing this so so, so can you too and very very recently 
it was only until one of my clients said like i need a meal plan and i said you don't need a meal plan but then i was like maybe they do so mm -hmm. now as i began to like cultivate one and then like create one and seeing that the structure that it gave that person again allowing a little bit of flexibility within the meal plan i was like i'm gonna let, let me try it so then i tried it myself and i've essentially got a meal plan that i have for my breakfast my lunch my snacks the thing i have before bed and the only thing that i'm and the, the thing that i can have that's whatever i want is for my dinner as long as i hit like a an, an, an area of no more than a thousand calories and 50 grams of protein mm -hmm. doesn't matter what i'm having for my dinner if it fits within that then i can have it i'm having yeah. a lot of calories so it doesn't really matter too much whereas but even if someone's restricted i've got the same rules as someone else it's like your dinner could be 550 calories has to be 45 grams of protein have whatever, fuck, have yeah. whatever the fuck you want but for your breakfast lunch dinner snacks so it actually gives people structure and like we're talking about can't remember if it was this podcast the last one it takes a decision element a decision making element out of it they don't have to make any decisions for their breakfast, for their lunch, for their mm -hmm. snacks. How am I going to get another 40 grams of protein in? And they're reactive yep. to the, the choices that mm -hmm. they're making. And a meal plan is just allowing someone to just be like, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm doing. <coughs> this is what I need to eat. These are the boxes I need to tick. Mm -hmm. And it removes that decision-making element out of it. So I'd say that meal plans were a thing that I was against. Mm -hmm. And I think they're fucking great. So I mean, meal plans are, again, there's different levels to the meal plan, right? So what you're explaining is how i get all my clients to approach it and uh, they take their calories and their protein and i'm saying you're going to divide that up over your meals right uh, and i always then recommend that they keep the same breakfast <coughs> they have a couple of lunches that they can chop and change between they have the same snacks every day that are going to allow them to hit the protein uh, and then i then say right dinner wise but have five to ten dinners that you're comfortable making you know the calories you know the protein keep shit simple right and it just again it takes away decisions right because they just know what they're having all the time um, and i actually help them build it themselves and i and i do that through just kind of looking at their food and and i i'm big on like not taking away from people i'd rather add into their diet rather than just like oh you can't have that you can't have this you can't have that but then you've got so in a way we are all kind of doing meal plans because mm -hmm. i approach food kind of similar to yourself and like have the same breakfast all the time well every fucking morning um Apart from and today, we're going to go to... Apart from today, I'm going to go to Yeah, boy. I'm getting yeah. two breakfasts. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Double breakfast. So, I, so I, I'm very much... I'm like that, but... I, and, but then there's like a more rigid meal plan, which some people I will do with. I've not done it actually for a while, right? And it would be that I would... Like, they're really fucking clueless, right? And I'm like, <laughs> right, I'll give you something. And I'll go on and I've got a nice uh, bit of software that I use and it creates a, a meal plan based off their calories and protein and stuff. It's great, right? But I encourage them after about three weeks to start navigating away from it mm. and making their own choices again. So I feel that there's a level of meal plans and there's the hardcore level that a coach puts someone on it and makes the person feel that the only reason they're getting results is because of the food and the meal mm -hmm. plan that they're on. So then one thing off the meal plan happens, fuck. Mm. Fuck. Yeah. I fucked it, right? So yeah. I actually feel that there's a fine line between a meal plan that's like a what I would class as a meal plan and what what you just explained yeah do you know what i mean it's more like a structure or a Stru temp. having it's a good like structure a but an actual solid meal plan is going down like the route of for someone that maybe isn't as educated as us yeah could be dangerous so like re making them learn that this is for now but let's start making your own choices and let them actually see that if they're not following a solid meal plan they can still get results 
Yeah. You know? Like, I've, historically, I've been very against it uh, and mm-hmm. until recently because mm-hmm. it, it boils down to education as well. Because I could say, I could say to somebody, right, I want you to eat 1,700 calories, right? But get, but maximize your volume, right? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Yeah. Do you I mean? so what, what, calories from my dinner last night. Like, <laughs> like, what does that mean to a person? So I think loosely using it, for this is why I do, loosely using it to show them, right, you can build for this amount of calories, you can get this much food. It's eye-opening to people, right? Yeah. Long term, obviously, you need to be flexible. You need to be able to make your own choices and stuff. That's how I kind of yeah. um, mm-hmm. um, look at it. But to answer your question for me, if it, I had a wee think about it, fasted cardio. So... So that's something you used to believe in. Used to, I used to believe like, right at this, right at the beginning. I used to think, right, okay, if I want to lose weight, I needed to do fasted cardio. I needed mm. to do t- ten minutes, twenty minutes, or whatever in the morning before I've eaten, and then that will help me lose weight. Do you know what I think is funny about stuff like that? Is that it? Stuck right. Hear me out. Don't don't interject. Okay. Right? <laughs> stuff like Which that means it's got to be something that's no, worth interjecting. Stuff like that does help you lose weight. Right. A choice like that does help you lose weight, but not for the reasons in which you thought it was at the start. Okay. Okay. So you doing that fasted cardio first thing in the morning, not eating anything, doing doing the cardio, you're thinking that it's the activity of the cardio that's helping you lose the weight. Yep. But it's not. It's because you're making that decision first thing in the morning, you've made a choice to live that life of someone who is losing weight. So the rest of the day you're gonna make the decisions, decisions based off of the fact that you know what, I got up early in the morning. I did my fasted cardio, therefore I'm going, to st- now I'm going to stick to my meal plan. I'm going to do my training later on in the afternoon. I'm going to check in with my coach. Whatever the fuck are other decisions that you have to make, mm-hmm. you made. So that's why you got the result. So it's not the activity that got it, but it's the decisions of the back of the activity that yeah. helped you get there. Well, you so s- things like that do work. Yeah. So like when, when someone says to me, like my client deck, deck, fucking crypto deck, he's, he's, he's all for fasting, loves fasting for like, helps him with his work, he's focused, he's whatever, he's this, he's that. He's like, is that going to help me get what I want and I was like aye and he's like but I thought it was all like kind of bullshit when it comes to like fat loss and I went I was like, it's not the, th- the activity of the thing but it's the choices that you make off the back mm-hmm. of doing that activity is that helps and that's what's powerful about mm-hmm. it so big, like, up, big up fasted cardio there you go <laughs> but it's big like it it's like when people uh, don't go to the gym or they, they have a day where they miss the gym or they have a week where they miss the gym or training or whatever it is it's never just the gym or training that goes you look around about it, yeah. oh, my food was shite as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot, a lot of the time, uh, a positive decision, like you're saying, can actually encourage more positive decisions. Goes back to that spiral again you were talking about. So starting the morning and mm. a positive, where it is a good decision that you've made, the rest of the day is gonna yeah. go like that. Because like uh, I see it so much, and because obviously we are so consumed by this world, and like Kate, I always use Katie for the exa- for the example of this because she's the complete opposite. She's not about that gym life at all, but she like does it because the benefits yada yada right we all know it but when she goes to the gym or goes to pilates see the decisions that she makes for the rest of the day mm-hmm. she's more conscious about right what am i eating today does this happen because she just doesn't eat mm-hmm. see unless i make something that's got fucking chicken in it or i make her sandwiches or yeah. whatever she's like she'll have like four grams of protein for the day yeah right that's mad, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> i'm like what <laughs> and I, I lo- right, so but the thing is so when she's going to the gym she's training mm-hmm. she's then thinking like oh maybe need to have like a bit more Chicken with my dinner, yeah. and you have like so the choices that you make off the back of going to the gym. That's it. Help that's you. That's it. And I think it's today with like your pat the, the past things you've done, like 
you're almost like, why would I fuck it? Yeah. Look what I've just done there. What I've done the good things. Why would I just do what do that? Why do I just patch it? Exactly. exactly. Looking back the way you get the confidence to go forward in a way. Aye, hundred percent. But the faster cardio ones are funny ones. I used to, I used to think the yeah, same as well. Used to fast, aye. Yeah. I used, to, I used to also think you used to have, you used to have to have a protein shake straight after your workout as well. Oh, do you right? Do you know do what? You, anab anabolic window. Aye. Anabolic Wait, window. See, fit for like fit for less, right? The gyms that we both worked in. There was a guy that used to come in there with a liter of milk. Ah, yeah. <laughs> he would drink, yeah. he would drink the yeah. fucking milk. Uh -huh. while he was uh -huh. I know, I know the exact guy. He was doing the Gomad thing, gallon of milk a day. <laughs> What? This was go mad challenge. You used to drink a gallon of milk a day. And it was calories, loads of protein, and that. Like. And it was basically tied in with like the twenty rep squat challenge thing as well. So every other training session, you go in, you take a max set of twenty rep back squat. And then you go in the next week, try and add two and a half kilos. Next week, I'd try and add two and a half kilos. Top to you're doing like a hundred and sixty kilos for twenty reps, drinking a gallon of milk a day. That's gonna get you big. That's fucking nuts, man. Some, ga some gastrointestinal problems. Yeah. I know, man. Like, <laughs> hell. But oh, I was gonna say something off the off the back of what you said there, Danny. But I think that wait, what was it? The, the thing that you said, the faster cardio thing. Oh no, the anabolic window. That's what I was gonna anabolic say. Anabolic window. I, just in case. I still have like a wee protein shake straight after the <laughs> just gym. Just in case. Because I mean, what if it is real? No, no, the anabolic window is real. That is, I don't think we can debate that, right? Right. We're more anabolic for like the hour and a half after. Yeah, after but the, the, the our the insulin sensitivity is up. The chances are capitalizing on nutrients. I feel. But like. the difference between someone having a protein shake five minutes after they work out or five an hours hour later is not. It's, it's, it's insignificant. insignificant. It's it is, but there is a window. But oh, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still taking, I'm not taking any as chances, soon, man. As soon as your last Aye. rep goes down. I'm not taking any Protein chances. Protein synthesis is higher. Yeah. Synthesis, synthesis, synthesis. Look at the gains you've made, it's working, bro. Keep going. Exactly. If it's what working if, for you, mate, keep going. What if the reason why I can eat all the cookies and ice cream I want because you're having that protein shake is because I have the protein shake straight mate, after I work out. Here we go. Maybe that, maybe We're that. We're on to something. Let's, let's unpack it now. It's now called the no rep window. The no rep window. <laughs> the no rep window, there you go. Um, there's a, I mean, I suppose we'll, we'll get to the point of wrapping up, but just to keep the, the viewers happy and excited, there's some there's some quite exciting things planned. Um, we're doing I, a first naked podcast. Have I told you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, have I not told you that we're doing a live podcast? A live podcast? Did I tell you this? Maybe. Confirmed, it's confirmed that we're doing it. Where? That's secret for the viewers. I'll tell you when we wrap up. But we're going to do our first of a live show. Yes. It's 100% yep. confirmed. Did I tell you? Yep. No. I know exactly. Have I not told you? I don't know. I know you've told me. I right. know exactly what you're okay. talking about. So we've got a first of a live podcast coming up uh, towards the tail end of the year, October time, I believe. Um, Are you I've, okay, Danny? <laughs> I've, lined up, I've lined up some more guests. You just need to do a better job of getting guests on. Nobody wants to speak to me, I man. don't know what to do. No, right. I'll, I'll sort it out with some, some... So I've got a couple of guests lined up, which is going to be quite exciting. Some return guests. We've only had two, so... You we'll get a guess guest. We'll get more. That is. Uh, a return guest is going to come back on. We've got some more exciting guests. Some exciting things planned for some live events. Um, to the moon. No that podcast. To the, to the moon. moon. Okay, here we go. And that was episode 38. Eight. There you go. So on to a hundred till it's go, man. Yeah, it's gonna happen by the end of the year. Uh, make sure well obviously the, the only way for us to grow this thing is for you guys to share it. So we'd really appreciate sharing the YouTube, sharing the Instagram, tag your ma, tag your pals. Aye. 
Oh, I forgot to say share it with your mom last time. Share it with your mom? Yeah. Peace. Don't be a hoe. Don't be a hoe. Share the show. Goodbye. Peace. <laughs>